Hello, friends, and welcome to the Cinemondo podcast with Kathy, Mark, and Burke talking about movies. We always go back to, to this one movie that <laughs> I probably talked about more than any other movie in my life, and that movie is um, Willy Wonka and uh, no, um, <laughs> The Exorcist, and it's one of my favorite movies. Always has been, but it has a troubled history with sequels. <laughs> <laughs> and there's episodes of Peep, and there's a Azusa, uh, <laughs> Azusa. Uh, Azusa California. Well, yeah, I'll just take it from what Burke's saying. Yes, the, the the classic William Friedkin film is just that. You know, it's one of the all time classic films of all time, not just a really horror is. film. Or yeah, it's. And then, then there was Exorcist Two: The Heretic, with which was done by a really good director, John Borman, but yeah. it was a bit of a misfire. Yeah, uh, Exorcist yeah. with Ennio Morricone soundtrack. It should have been great. Should have been yeah. great. <laughs> it just it, it missed the whole point of this of the first film. Yeah, Exorcist Three, a William Peter Blatty film. He he, it's based on his novel. I think is really good and very underrated. Yeah, yeah I like that. Great scenes. And the first he's got. Oh yeah, my god, so good. It's really good. And then there is um, another Exorcist film that I think was Paul Schrader originally did it, and then Rennie Harlan. It was kind of a disaster, and Rennie Harlan <laughs> took over. And There's a little flurry of sequels there for a while that yeah. all came out around the same time, and it was. It, yeah, it was weird. Yeah. Then yeah. they kind of figured out that you just can't improve on the original Exorcist and don't even try. But except for, except for these people that for some reason maybe it's you know it's a it's a cash grab. These guys, David Gordon Green is the director, and some other people decided yeah. to take another classic film, Halloween, Danny McBride, and do a another set of sequel sequels after the other sequels that were you know H two actually before the sequels. Like they did it the night after the first movie. They yeah. they pretended like the other sequels didn't happen, which I loved right. that idea. That was a great idea. Yeah. Right. Rob Zombie stuff and all that. Yeah. And, but then so they but they don't know how to make a, a scary movie. They don't know how to make an interesting <laughs> They didn't Halloween. get why the first Halloween was good. Like right. why it was scary. They made like the, the Friday the thirteenth version of Halloween, which is not what it was. This big bombastic, ridiculous, huge set pieces. It wasn't the creepy little like scary moments of tension. It was this big explosion of, you know, yeah, crap. Yeah. And yeah. The, that the same thing with the exorcist, there's a reason why that first one still resonates, why yeah. the ripples from that explosion are still being felt yeah. and, sh and should be studied. I mean, if you want to make a scary movie, watch that one, you know, because it's got so many things in it that are so powerful and, yeah. It, a lot of it, you can't just make a list and say, okay, it has this, this, yeah. and this. It's got a power in the characters and a power in the writing and a power in the pacing. Every little bit of it is put together yeah. so beautifully that it works. It works still. I mean, it yeah. still holds up. You watch it and you feel like you're you're not watching a movie from the 70s. You're watching a movie that it took, yeah. takes yeah. place in the 70s. Right. But yeah, I mean, the people that are making the sequels now, I think the power of branding compels them. You know, it's it's not a um, it's not really a love of the Halloween movie or the Halloween thing or the Exorcist thing. I think it's a love of the branding. And are we going to get people to come see it who love the Exorcist thinking they're going to get another Exorcist or another Halloween or whatever? But they pitch it. 
like they're the horror fans they yeah. get like i we're going back to the original we got john carpenter to do the music like they they kind of pitched it as like we went back to the basics we're going to bring you this film the, the way it should be done we, we the sequel sucked we're going to do our own sequels and start from the first movie and on from that and they got it so wrong on so many levels and I have to say that I think Halloween ends probably surplanted conjuring as the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> like that was like, I was insulted yeah. by Halloween ends. So I'm yeah, very wow. disturbed that they are now taking on the exorcist. Cause I feel like, I hope people aren't not seeing the exorcist and seeing this instead. Yeah, I mean, we haven't seen the trailer. Is, I'm just assuming yeah. you know, every this Halloween is, movie was a disaster that they did. Yeah. So and why this are is, they doing uh, well, that they're because you know Blumhouse. It's like it, it's a title. It's like it's it's an IP. It's like this will this will be guaranteed. If it, if we if it costs us thirty million to make this, it's guaranteed to make sixty million. What it's it. This yeah. is math. This is yeah. business. And I like Blumhouse because I, I like that they're just concentrating on horror movies and they're trying to do them like cheap, which I also like because I think horror movies should be cheap yeah. because they're better when they're low budget. So let's see. Let's see what this looks like. Well, yeah. But there's a couple of interesting things. Ellen Burstyn rep reprises her uh, role as Chris yeah. McNeil, and I think Linda Blair is in this also. Well, Jamie yeah. Lee Curtis was in the Halloween movies, I and know. that did not improve anything. So. I know. They didn't I know. use they didn't, they didn't use, use the power of Jamie no, Lee Curtis. I mean, it's no, they didn't. Let's it's sort of like setting. It's like saying this movie is set entirely on location in Bangkok, Thailand, but then the whole thing takes place inside a a room. <laughs> Basically, you know, it's yeah. like. You missed your opportunity to show a really cool play, and you had Jamie Lee Curtis in your movie, and you know. Well, let's wasted. let's look at the trailer. You know, we're, we're, we we'll give in, it a chance. We're, we're going in with jaundiced uh, opinions, but let's go check yeah. it out. Uh, we're going to see. It. Comes out September twenty second. By the way, I'm okay. going to hope for the best and see what happens. Let's see. Yeah, okay. Man. Okay. All right. Here we go. <laughs> All right. And. Roll. Good day. Hey, be home by dinner. I love you. Good morning, Mr. Fielding. Good morning, Catherine. And here are your daughters, Angela and Catherine. It's about seven hours ago, and that's the last information we have. Catherine! Angela! If you can hear this, we love you. Please come home. Hey. Hey, you found her? What are you and Catherine doing out there in those woods? You're just walking and walking. It's fine. Angela, can you tell your dad how long you were gone? A few hours. Baby, you've been gone three days. What'd you say? I didn't say nothing. Thought I heard you say something. Hey, baby. You okay? Wherever those girls went, they brought something back with them. The body and the blood of Jesus Christ. Body and the blood? Body and the blood? Catherine. Body and the blood. <laughs> The body and the blood. The body and the blood. Catherine. The body and the blood. The body and the blood. Have you ever seen anything like this? Tommy? No, but there are people out there who have. 
You have some experience with possession. Yes, more than I'd like. I believe you can help get our girls back. Exorcism is a ritual. Every culture, every religion, they all use different methods. It's going to take all of them. Don't be scared. We've met before. What did you do? Is that Catherine's heartbeat? They're beating in sync. God played trick on Okay, so not just one, but two. Please, better already. <laughs> well, I, I will right. say I like Ann Dowd. She's always yeah. Good. Aunt so Lydia. Yeah, always yeah, good. She's hereditary. Always good. She was yeah, great. Hereditary. Hereditary. She's always good. It's yeah, nice to see Ellen Burstyn. Um, yeah, we didn't see Linda Blair in that. Um, Is she actually in the film? I mean, well, she's, she's listed in the cast, so who knows? Oh, Maybe they showed her picture. <laughs> Does that count? Yeah, Maybe a cameo. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but it just really looks good. like, um, I don't know. It's like the scare, the, 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 those, you know, goofy scares. That, that does nothing for me. Well, here's um, the thing that I think when I see this, it's like this is another horror movie made for teenagers. It's got yeah. jump scares and it's got yeah. the scary kids saying, you know, mother and scary. And that, that, that guitar pedal um, effect, voice effect when she's in the church and she's like the body and the flesh and it's got that kind of doubled. I mean, you can buy that effect. It's a, it's a floor pedal for your guitar. You know, it's an octave doubler. <laughs> it's like you can probably find a garage band. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's, it's a preset. Yeah. And you yeah. can, it sounds cool in a guitar solo kind of Hendrix style, you know, but when you put it on voice, it sounds like that. And you've heard it a thousand times in movies. And I think it's almost like one of those things where you select it from a list and it's like scary child voice, click on it. And then yeah. it does that, you know? Yeah. And it's just that kind of stuff. And the, and the, the little girl walking, you know, like this with the, with an old timey looking dress, it reminds me of, like the spook house things that you see in in a town where you go on Halloween and and they've got like the little or the or the kind of Halloween decorations you can get at Halloween Town you know or whatever where it's like the scary little girl doll with the with the yeah, Raggedy Ann dress yeah. and you've it, seen and it before it's like tropes, it's tropes. Yeah. there's tropes yeah. and the X in the forehead it's like how many times have we seen an X in the forehead and you know, even, from the Manson family. Well, okay, I'll, I'll just just as a counterpoint, I'll talk of things I did like in it. Okay, there you mostly go. I thought it was bad, but a couple scenes where I kind of got a little bit like, oh, this is kind of all right. Anything with Ellen Burson in it, instantly, yeah, like that. There's the, your gravitas, right yeah. Because one thing they did, this is where they these guys always get this wrong the smaller, the better. So, yes, even that scene where she starts walking the church and she's like, body in the blood, like I was like, that's that's kind of creepy. But instead of just letting it be really grounded and this poor kid covered in blood is walking down like and really gritty and believable, they had to amp it up, do the quick cuts, do the right. big crit, add, add yeah. the, 
just have her dragging her ass through the hallway of the church going body and blood. I mean, that's disturbing. Right. No and it's like going, going back to the Going back what to the first it? movie, I'll just yeah. say this real quick. It's like, it all takes place basically in a bedroom yeah. and in a house with a few characters. But as soon as you bring in police and detectives and church people and uh, doctors and blow, all this kind of stuff, it's and that's what happens in Halloween. They bring the whole town in. Yeah. It loses what makes it in, scary. It's because yeah. it's just happening to me and my daughter right. in my house and nobody believes me. That's yeah. scary. You know? And I and like that the, they went to her, like the little bit with Ellen Burstyn. Again, it's all Ellen Burstyn's the only saving yeah. grace. And, and they probably waste her also. But I just love hearing I, her voice. I, like, I love hearing her voice. She brings that sort of quiet gravitas that they mm -hmm. need. It's probably the only time you'll breathe. And I like the idea that all these religions, we got to bring them all in for this one. You know, that kind of creepy idea. And she's kind of gathering people at her house like that. That's kind of, it got kind of dark and quiet, you know, for a second in the trailer. And I'm like, this is what it should be. And of course it all blows up. And then the stupid moment, first, first of all, the hospital setting. Yeah. What is with hospitals with these guys? It's like they ruin everything <laughs> with fucking hospital scenes. Nobody yeah. wants to see that. Like, well, they had it in the original exorcist, but it was done like it was for a second. Like, yeah, it was showing that the, they, you know, they uh, they can't find anything. Yeah, they, they yeah, the doctor was smoking a cigarette, which is crazy. Yeah, I know he lights up bratty looking kids, like boom. Yeah. You know, it's like oh god, I hated. But the that kids. what you said, Kathy, about the yeah. small, the smallness. Yeah. That is the thing that people have lost touch with, and I think yeah. they're scared of. Yeah. of don't want to bore anyone. Small because they don't, they don't want it. They want they're like trying to outdo last year's horror film. And we want this to be a bigger explosion and a bigger, like bigger makeup and bigger gore and more blood and more explosive reveals of right. devilly devils and make it look as cheap as possible. Make it look as fake as possible. The thing that was great about extras because it was so grounded, small, it felt real, like it was happening, like it was this poor kid. But this was looking like movie effects. And yeah, also, exactly. can you imagine the like haunted imagine house. Ari Aster did the extras. How fucking great that would be. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Hereditary was that. I always remember hereditary is like he's it's my new gold standard because yeah. it was quiet, it was creepy, it was weird. small. They didn't overplay house. anything. Right. And this thing is just classic fucking guys. Also, there's there's levels to it too. With Exorcist, yeah. there were levels to it. Like you didn't you didn't feel like you were watching one of these big blowout things like that, yeah. of course. But there were other levels. There were things like in Her hereditary mm -hmm. that we always go back to. Yeah, you there is a way to watch that movie where you're telling yourself this is this is this is a film about a, her mental illness. And this yep. is these are like visions or feelings or this is what it feels like to be really, you know, profoundly mentally yeah. ill and then to pass that on to your son or something and to go through grief in a family and all these things that are actually real feelings yeah. that that right. visceral that are visceral to us as human beings we feel these things we feel and the original exorcist had that feeling where ellen burston as the mother of this girl who's going through something she doesn't even know what mm -hmm. it's her the thing is that the, the thing that you feel in the original exorcist is this mother's anguish and her terror and her confusion oh. and her inability to explain it to anyone like with Rosemary's baby or whatever you hear her trying to explain. I think there's devil worshipers or she's like telling the priest, I think my little girl needs an exorcism. And he's uh -huh. like, well, the first thing you need to do is get in a time machine and go back, you know, <laughs> and yeah. it's, it's, and, and the, the primary thing. And I think my only, my only takeaway from seeing this is 
I feel like this is a movie made for teenagers, and I feel like The Exorcist was made for grownups. Yeah, well, that's I very agree. true. Yeah, and yeah. also like I, I, it's that sort of needlessly complicated. They did the same thing in Halloween. You're yeah, like, they they right. have a good Too clean storyline. We're gonna have girls that disappear, and then we're gonna have two of them, and then we're gonna have them in hospitals. We're gonna have them back and forth. And we're gonna have two families. I'm like, why are you doing yeah. this? Why? Yeah. And then I love the line, and I know how this actress said the the actress that we were just talking about said this straight face. Their heartbeats are beating in unison. I'm the, it wouldn't be that hard really to get heartbeats eventually <laughs> to beat in unison. Yeah. It's so not that stupid. It's not that unusual really. And oh this is going God. I'll I'll leave you with this point about how horror movies used to be and how they are now. For the nine millionth time I watched The Fog last night, which is a comfort food <laughs> movie for me. Yeah. Yeah. And then they, they remade the fog maybe 20, 15 years ago. And of course, the fog and the remake was, you know, CGI, tons of characters, yeah. awful. Like, Whereas the original is very small. They used a real fog machine. And yeah. It worked much better. It's like, it's just a much better movie. He knew it how to direct that real. film. It I think it goes real. to what Kathy said. It's just if these filmmakers had the courage. Yeah, to make a small horror film like Ari Aster did with Hereditary, uh -huh. and you know, there's others. There's there. Yeah, it's sure. not just him, but but to just hold it back a little bit and don't go all yeah. fully 100% into Halloween Town. You know, it it's like, you know, there's things that are so that are so overused. These tropes in horror that. Yeah. I guess maybe they work to make the people that go see the movie, they, they laugh, they scream and laugh because there's a jump scare. Somebody comes into frame like this, you know, yeah. and it's, it's not scary. I also feel like I didn't see anything new. Like yeah. it's been all these years. I feel like they're, it's kind of like with jaws. They use the same tricks that jaws use because they did it so perfectly but they don't bring anything surprising or new and at the time jaws was surprising and new same yeah. with the exorcist something new yeah. we hadn't seen before now it's just like an snl sketch over and over again and it's like now we're gonna see these girls oh arching their back in the bed being chained to the bed looking all the same exact makeup yeah, and it's like, and it's not scary. Give me something new. But all they did was add loud sound effects and right. quick cuts. And they it's like, made them as good poses, filming. like horror poses, oh, like so like, cliche. You know, these like scary standing <sighs> in a certain way. That's like, okay, that's a horror movie expression. You know, yeah. Like, there's one of the creepiest things in that film is when a character dies, and and you know father Kara Damien Karras looks at her looks at the girl and she's like laughing and it's she's looking like she just did something naughty and it's yeah. like that is that idea is yeah. a small idea but in a in a film in a less sophisticated film they would have cut to her and she would have been i killed him yeah. and now i'm going to kill no. you you know and it would this have been was, overdone yeah. They yeah. don't know how to do that. No, right. they're gonna be. They're gonna test the hell out of it. Add the because people are like that's boring. So they keep adding stuff, adding stuff, adding stuff. They don't have any original ideas. They're just yeah. retreading in a bad way. With you know Universal saying, hey, you have to put A, B, C, D, E, F, and G in this movie. Yeah. I'm sure that's in there. So they probably sometimes their hands are tied, but that doesn't excuse them from no, not making not. really interesting. They can still make a good movie. They can make take the exorcist. No in one's forcing direction. them. Like yeah. go see Exorcist. Exorcist three is an exorcist film very much so but it's different yeah, and it has a different feel a different vibe and it works so well, it's the thing is what you have there is is the first one and that third one with george c scott is you had william peter blatty you know yeah. he directed that yeah, third true. one and he yeah. i have a sneaking suspicion that he helped um 
William Friedkin with the first one quite a yeah. bit. You know, yeah, I think right. there's a, there's so much of his fingerprints in that first film and also William Friedkin's. But I think the two of them together, as much as they were sort of at each other's throats, evidently, I think that intensity of those those guys and those guys had lived and experienced you know william peter blatty wrote things from a fairly well-informed place yeah and he was going for something that hadn't been done before really and that's the thing you like i said before is like a this is for adults this is for yeah. he wasn't like pandering to kids he wasn't trying to do there are you know some kind of jumpy jump scare type things in there but they're reveals. They're done in a sophisticated way by a very talented filmmaker. Like the first time Chris McNeil opens the door and suddenly there's stuff flying around in the room. It is a shock. It yeah. comes out of nowhere. And the way that's revealed doesn't feel like it's it doesn't feel cheap and and silly. It feels like you just open the door with her. Yeah. yeah, and saw it. That is her. not this movie. Yeah. <laughs> no. So let us know what you think of this movie because we obviously don't have high hopes. <laughs> this is going to be. I may watch it because of Ellen Burson, but I. I, I, I think I, I think I know what it's going to be. But if I'm pleasantly surprised, I'll be the first one to say that. You Tell know, us. I, yeah, I, me too. I promise. Right. I hereby promise that if I watch it and it surprises me and it actually turns out to be something really good I'll, we'll do another one and we'll we'll do what you think we will let's confess <laughs> which is your favorite exorcist film or even possession film how's this yeah. compare let us know All okay right. yeah thanks everybody yeah. Bye. take care take care everyone bye now <laughs>